Hello and welcome to That Will Preach. I am Jeremy, your host, and let's get started. Have you ever considered that there are monuments and buildings and structures that have just totally disappeared from human history, no longer standing upon the earth? No one took a picture of them. No one drew a picture. No one wrote it down in literature. There is absolutely no record. And we are not talking about a shed or a small building or a house. No, I'm talking about things that are colossal, massive, a lot of energy and a lot of time spent in these structures. But they're no longer here. So why? Why is it that some things remain and some things do not? Some structures will last for hundreds and there are many who have lasted thousands of years. They remain defying the odds against them. They remain as a testament of such marvelous engineering. They were built with the hopes of the gazing eyes of generations to come. They were built to last. They were built right. They were built strong. They were built with the storm in mind. And that's the key. They were built with the storm in in mind. For example, some of these today are the Great Wall of China, thousand, over 2,000 years old. The Western Wall in Jerusalem, built around the time of Christ. The Aztec Pyramids of Mexico. And if time would permit, we could talk about the Pyramids of Egypt, the Roman Colosseum of Italy, the Stonehenge of England, the ruins of Babylon and Iraq, the Taj Mahal of India. We could go on and on and on. Of these, for these have remained beyond their purpose. They outlasted the intent by which they were created. They are unoccupied, unused, vacant, void of purpose, empty tombs and worthless walls. And yet they are the tangible symbols of the dead culture's philosophies, dreams, and belief. And those who have contributed to their construction has been erased from the earth and the society with them. But that which they believed in, that calling cause, that moving motive... That religious reason still stands today. It remains today. Because somewhere along the line, in the process of building this thing, they built it with the storm in mind. I'm not here to debate whether their religion was right or right right or wrong and their purpose and their reason by which they did these things, but they, ha- they are a testament of the ingenuity and the engineering of someone who says, I'm going to build this with the storm in mind, with the absolute worst case scenario. They were built on the highest hill for fear of flood. They were built out of stone for fear of wind and rain. They were built with foundations laid right and laid right again overkill of overkill for fear of earthquake. They were built with the storm in mind. And the thought that I want to leave with you today is this. Our faith is it built with the worst case scenario. Is the foundation by which we are laying on built with the storm in mind. Paul said, let every man build how he wants. Hay, stubble, wood, gold, silver. You can use cheap material, using the best material. Let me tell you something. We better build it with the storm in mind. What kind of foundation are we laying for our walk with God? Our families, our faith, our churches, our ministry. Because here's the deal. When the storm comes, it's not time to start laying stones then. When the trials and tests of life begin to storm down upon us, it's not time to get out brick and mortar. At that point, you just hang on to the foundation that you've already laid and hope and pray that it's stronger than the storm you're going through. So here's what we got to do. Build it. Build it with the storm in mind. Man, 
that will preach.